This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Jeremy Wolf. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 20 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. Cooper City, I'm your host, Jeremy Wolf. And today we have Good Neighbor Andrew Abramson with Shade Above Window Fashions. Andrew, how are you doing today? Doing great, Jeremy. Thanks for having me on. Episode number 20. I like it. It sounds like a good number. You've been you've been doing a few of these now. Yeah, start, starting to get my sea legs. Takes yeah. a little time, but uh, it's been yeah. a lot of fun. And I appreciate you uh, coming on as a guest. And uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. Andrew, why don't, why don't you tell us a little bit about your business? What do you guys do over at Shade Above? Sure. Well, we're a family-owned window treatment business. We, we do everything. We do shades, blinds, plantation shutters. Uh, we've really gotten into automation and motorization in recent years. Mm. Uh, outdoor shades, too, have become a major part of our business. Uh, we do patio shades and uh, uh, retractable screens for patio. So we're doing a lot with the outdoors. And I, I really like to think of us as a local success story. We've been in the same plaza since 1984. Uh, I remember when this area was all cow pastures. There was no Montera, anything like that. It was it was pretty empty. It was very different out here. And uh, my father, Bruce, who many in the community know uh, from our years in business, he had a background with his mother in, in window treatments even before that. And he had a vision of, of a showroom, a store, uh, for window treatments, which people weren't really doing it like that at the time. Uh, people, A lot of people out there may remember we were originally called window coverings to go. And you'd come in, uh, you'd order a custom blind, you'd see it on display. Uh, and it just the whole concept of, of our showroom really evolved over the years. We moved within the plaza to, to larger space, spaces. We're in the University Creek Plaza. Till now we have the large corner store behind the Shorty's Barbecue, where mm -hmm. we have over 100 full-size displays, uh, it's very interactive because, you know, we see it. We, we've always seen window treatments as, as more of an investment, something you'll you'll have for many years that you want to actually try out, not, not just look at a swatch. Uh, people can feel the different options, uh, really experience them. And we've always thought that the showroom idea was really neat, that people may come in thinking they want a certain product and instead they come in and see something completely different that really clicks with them. So We've really found it to be a good experience over the years for, for consumers. Okay. And you mentioned um, outdoor screening. Mm -hmm. Are you guys doing like re the full retractable awnings, those types of things? Or, yeah, we do have a retractable on yeah, we do have a retractable awning that we offer and it's really nice. It's like a, a, a European style, real fashionable awning. Uh, and we do a lot with the shades, with the outdoor shades, everything from small manual patio shades that block out the sun and bugs, ones that you can uh, just use a cord to pull up to really large, you know, 20 foot motorized ones. So we can basically, what's neat is for you've always had outdoor spaces where you would have a patio screen, but it was fixed. Now, when you want to have it up and you don't want a patio screen, uh, you can do that. Or when you want it down and keep the bugs out. So in the winter, if you want to have more open air in the summer, when it's muggy, have it closed. So Outdoor, it's it's really it's really a, a great thing for people to really experience their their decks because we know how hot it is in South Florida, and you want to be no, able to stay out there and enjoy it. Not hot down here. <laughs> it's not 110 degrees and humid out no, right now. Of course not. In the <laughs> summer, even I don't think there's a week that goes by the entire year that I don't put my air conditioner on. Right. You know, I may have two nights with a heater, but by the next day, I'm going right back to AC. There's no like in between time. 
I know, and it feel it feels increasingly so that each year the the actual time that it does get cool gets the window gets smaller and smaller each each winter, right? It's like a week, two weeks, and then that's all we get. And then, it's, oh, but yeah, it's, I guess it's better than being covered in, in snow and freezing weather all the time, right? Yeah, you know, I, I always thought I liked cold weather. Then remember in December we had that 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 uh that that cold week, and uh, I don't know, it was brutal. I'm like, no, I like warm weather. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> so let me let me ask you, Andrew. Um, when it comes to um, folks that that need your service, do you find that a lot of them are coming into the showroom to see everything, or do you guys? I'm, I'm sure you you guys send people out to homes to take measurements and do things like that. How does that typically work? Well, what we do, and going back to the whole showroom experience, is we have people come into us first. Okay. Because we will, you know, when they come to us, they usually bring us some rough measurements. We show them all the different products out there because. You know, like I said before, a lot of times people think they want one thing, but once they actually come into our showroom and see the hundred full size displays and actually try it out, they may realize there was something they had never thought of that they actually yeah. really want. So we, we, we've always done it that way. And we find it's way better for consumers to come into our showroom first uh, to try everything out, see what they like. We get them priced out and then we send technicians out uh, to get the final measurements. We can bring their favorite samples into the house. So it's really a system that we think works best. And you mentioned you guys have been been here since 1984, mm -hmm. um, and and it's all family owned. I'm assuming. I mean, I'm, you know, our our listeners are just hearing the audio; they're not seeing us. But I'm assuming you didn't you didn't start the business back in 1984. Uh, you don't look quite that old. You mean so, I didn't start it when I was one? Yeah, I don't. Think. <laughs> so, so you've always been in. You've always been in the business. Is, I actually uh, have did you do not. Before this? So, oh, okay. Tell us a little yeah. bit about how you how you ended up uh, taking over. Sure. So I was actually, I know, I obviously grew up around it, and I would come in high school, help out in the summer some, but I went a totally different path. I was actually in uh, journalism. I was a hmm. sports writer for many years, and so completely different path than what I'm doing now. And uh, I covered the Dolphins as well as some other teams. So, uh, but once I always, in the back of my mind, I wanted to do that, do my dream job, do what I want to do, but I always had an interest in business. And that was my mm -hmm. plan to always eventually go into the business. And then once I had kids and, you know, you kind of want to go back to that normal lifestyle, not that 24 seven, I decided that I really wanted to get into the family business. And, uh, but you know, then, then I realized running a business is still 24 seven. I mean, you're, <laughs> you're never really off, but it, it, it's different. But uh, I really like it. You know, I, 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 it's neat. I think what I learned in the sports writing world, even though it's totally different than what I'm doing now, you actually you, you learn qualities that I think helps you in the business world versus if, if you just do one thing your whole life. It's good to have, I think, different skills from different backgrounds. OK, can you speak to um, a few co common misconceptions or myths that you've heard um, in your industry? I would say that, you know, the biggest misconception or myth is that, oh, custom window treatments are going to be so expensive, you know, and I would say, yeah, I mean, we have some very high end products. I mean, we have a big price range of products, but it can also be very reasonable. Uh, you know, people think if you if you go to a home goods store and buy something, you know, pre-made for a certain size, going to cost a lot less. And often it's not. And when you go to those, you know, big box stores, you're getting stuff that, that's only one size, not custom size. Uh, it's often made in China. It can't be repaired. So, mm -hmm. you know, we're coming to a custom window treatment shop like ours. We have things in every budget. And I think people are actually surprised a lot. A lot of times we hear, wow, that I, it's actually more reasonably priced than I expected. So, 
And you just get, you know, again, you get you get better products. You get products made in North America. Uh, you get warranties, of course. You get the installation. So you get the full package. We also offer self-service to people if they want to do their own installation. So that's by far the biggest misconception that because something's a custom window treatment, it's going to be very expensive, which really does not have to be at all. And then even an added bonus that you're kind of, you're, you're in the community, you know, your, your business is right down the road from us in Cooper city. You're down, you're down in Davie and it's, it's just so important. I always hammer this home as kind of the purpose of the good neighbor podcast is to support local businesses, right. And do business with folks in the community because it's good for everybody. And so it's really, really great to work with some, you know, a company that's doing, you know, what you're doing as far as custom treatment packages, but that you also are a part of the community. So that's, I think that's really important. Um, so you mentioned that you have you have kids, you have a family. What do you, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself? What do you what do you like to do for fun when you're not working? I mean, people actually do fun stuff. They're not working all the time. <laughs> I mean, occasionally. I mean, fun for me now is like just chilling out and relaxing, right? I don't need to right. go anywhere to have fun. <laughs> yeah, I would say you know, doing a lot of family stuff. I have a daughter who actually turns seven tomorrow. Happy birthday! A four year old son. So you know, doing typical dad things. Kids are getting bigger. They're starting to play a lot of sports and just you know, doing the family stuff. Uh, also, like I said, I had a sports background. I'm a big sports fan and I, I the, my family as well. Uh, the, our family's had Dolphins season tickets since 1972, which if you know about the Dolphins, that was a great first year to have season tickets because that was the undefeated season. So well, it's, it's, good had, to know. it's good to know. I'll expect my invitation uh, <laughs> when the season rolls. <laughs> oh, it's coming. Well, check your email. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we uh, so we've had yeah so we've had season tickets now fifty years and we used to have heat tickets. Wow. But what's interesting with the heat, and I think uh, a lot of the listeners will know this. I mean, traffic's gotten pretty rough in South Florida. That driving down to Miami to go to heat games just has be really become a challenge. So not doing as many heat games these days. But this was actually the first year we had Panthers season tickets. Oh yeah, and that's a good year for it, right? Yeah, it's turning into what an amazing experience. I mean, not only did did we love it, the family loves it, but I mean, they're in the Eastern Conference Finals, so we've had some good luck. First Dolphins year, uh, they went to they went undefeated. Oh, and, and we had Marlins t- season tickets in 1997. They won the World <laughs> Series, so maybe our season ticket luck is going to extend to the Panthers. Uh, we'll see. I, I don't know when the listeners are going to hear this, but the Eastern Conference Finals is about to start, so we'll uh, we'll keep our fingers crossed. Hopefully, I bring some luck to the team. Um, I'm sure you will. Tell us if you could. Um, I always like like to ask this question because it tells tells a lot about a person. What what are what's maybe one a hardship or life challenge that you've experienced along the way? Something that you you struggled with mightily um, that you can now look back at having and say that you're better off for having gone through that experience. Sure. I would say, I mean, I, you know, I would, I would relate it a lot to business. I would say, honestly, being a business owner during COVID, Mm. I mean, that was a really scary time because we just didn't know what was going to happen. I mean, all of a sudden it's, it's March and the whole world's shutting down and we have a business to run and you're thinking, are people going to be shopping? Are we going to have to lay off our staff? Uh, Will will people ever be able to leave their homes? Are they going to come to a showroom? So it was a really challenging time and we just didn't know what was going to happen. So what I decided to do, what we what we did was to make us a better business. And I think that's what it did. Uh, it gave us a chance to, to revamp our technology. Uh, we started doing showroom appointments because we were only letting one pe- person in at a time in the beginning during COVID. 
And we've actually found the showroom appointments was, was, was a great system. We still have it to this day. Of course, now we can have more people in the showroom and we take walk-ins again. But um, that was just something that because of that, because of a hardship has actually made the business better. Uh, people now can have a set time to come in. It, it kind of makes it so, you know, there's not five people coming in at one time. Then you don't have anybody for a few hours. It spreads it out more. Um, we just, we, we, we were able to work on and grow the business in general, digitize everything, work on our website. Uh, when you've been in business since 1984, you have a lot of physical files. So mm -hmm. to be able to really digitize everything, it's funny when people come in, they're, they're shocked. You know, they, they haven't done business with us, let's say in 20 years. And within a few minutes, we pull up their original measure sheet. <laughs> people, they, they can't believe, oh, that's my file right there. And we'll even surprise new homeowners who didn't realize that their house, we had done the previous owners or even two owners ago. So we look up their address and then there it is. We have everything. We have their measurements. So we were able to take a very scary time that honestly, I didn't know what was going to happen to the business. And, you know, we, we used it to our advantage. We took a slow time and made the business better. And then uh, right after COVID was actually a real boon for the uh, home industry because people really were working from home and, and spent times re remodeling their home. So it was a scary, but, but really interesting time that I think made us a better business. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, especially for, you know, storefronts during COVID that, that, it's, you know, it's not like your landlord is just waiving the rent while you were shut right. down and you can't have people there. So you're paying, you know, a lot of stores had struggles, you know, keeping up with that. And I think that, um, you know, a, a lot of businesses that didn't adapt, you know, they, they went under. Right. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, I, unfortunately, you know, I was in an industry that was kind of decimated by COVID prior to this and I had to kind of shift as well. So, um, you know, obviously a lot of people listening to this can identify with that, but it, it's those challenging times that you, that, you know, ultimately make you better and, and you grow from. And it sounds like your business actually, you know, ultimately benefited from it and you're better off for having gone through that. So yeah, thanks for sharing. That was, yeah. that was good. Thanks. What's the one thing that you'd like for our listeners to know about your business? I guess, you know, the one thing would be, and I kind of talked about it earlier, it really is a family atmosphere. I mean, we, we know we care about the community. I mean, 39 years is a long time. Next year, we'll be celebrating our 40th anniversary uh, here in the area. And, you know, we're, we're I mean, we're, we're in Davie, but we're actually, it's funny, you can, you're in, we're in walking distance to Davie, Cooper City, Pembroke Pines. So, I mean, we're right there in the heart of everything. And uh, we're true locals. I mean, I went to Cooper City High School. Uh, I've lived in Davie, Cooper City area since kindergarten. And before that, I lived in Dade County. Uh, my parents moved to South Florida before air conditioning. My, my dad tells me, we were talking about hot summers before. My dad tells me the horror stories of growing up. You know, he didn't have air conditioning. Finally, his parents got one, but only for their own bedroom. They got a unit. And, uh, you know, <laughs> that's, so that's old school Florida right there. That's funny because I'm from New York, right? So I guess in Florida, the parents would say, oh yeah, back in our day, we didn't have air conditioning. I used to hear back in my day, I used to walk to, I used to have to walk to school five miles through snow and ice. Uh, <laughs> that's so funny. All right. So cool, man. Tell, tell our listeners, um, you know, if they're looking for uh, to kind of do some upgrades on their home um, or if they just want some more information how could they find out more about a shade above? How could they reach you if they want to stop by and see this showroom? Um, you know, tell us where we can find you guys. Sure. Are we are? Well, first of all, you know, our website, a shade above We have a lot of information, 
photos, videos. Uh, you can make a showroom appointment directly on the website. And uh, again, you can also just stop in. You don't, we don't require showroom appointments. Uh, it's, it's good to have, so you're guaranteed a spot, but you're welcome to come in. Uh, we're in the University Creek Plaza. Like I said, technically we're in Davie, but we're right next to everywhere. Uh, very convenient location for Cooper City, uh, anyone in the area. Uh, like I said, we're the large corner store behind Shorty's. We're in the Home Depot Plaza. So if you need anything, you can call us, 954-434-4774. We recently made our phone number textable. I was very excited about that. People can actually, we used to have a separate text line for a while. Now people can just text our number, even though it's one of those. If your people have been in the area a long time, they know 434 is an old school number around here. That's like an original Davy Cooper City uh, phone number. So, but now you can text it. So there's lots of ways to reach us. We're here. We're open Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. So you can definitely, it's easy to find us. Awesome. And we'll link in the description for the listeners uh, to your website, your contact information, your location, uh, in case they they missed it and maybe they're driving. Um, that'll all be in the link in the description below. And I, I will be checking my email for that, for a <laughs> ticket to some kind of game. Cause yeah, it seems like you have, you have all the good stuff there with your tickets, uh, with your season ticket conference. <laughs> we'll be in touch. You can, uh, you can help me bring the good luck to these teams. Cause we're on a roll right now. For sure. For sure. Well, Andrew, it was a pleasure having you on. Thank you for joining us. It was great learning about your business and, you know, a little bit about you and, you know, what you like to do. And, you know, we appreciate having you on. Thanks everyone for listening and we will see you on the next episode the Good Neighbor Podcast. Everyone have a wonderful day. Thanks, Jeremy. My pleasure. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast, Cooper City. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to gnpcoopercity.com. That's gnpcoopercity.com or call 954-231-3170.